0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Teenage Dreams. Teenage Dreams. Teenage dreams. Did you miss me? I know I've been gone for a little while. You haven't seen me since January, and I was like, I'm recording this, and it's May 19th, and I've been like trying to record this for like forever, but there's just been a lot going on. You know, if you're wondering, let me just get started off with like where I've been. Um, if you're new, hi, I'm Jane, and this podcast is basically what goes on in my head as a teenager and what probably goes on in other teenagers heads so first let's start off with a little bit of a recap i've been in college basically i started putting more effort into my academics and i used to like watch youtubers and they'll just be like oh they go off to college and they start uploading less frequently and i'll be like where are you and then they'll come back and they'll be like so i've been in college that's why i haven't been uploading and i'm like "Mm, you could have still upload uploaded and then i of course started college and then i'm like yeah they were at college you know what i mean so that's basically where I've been. Um, I just want to give like a quick little college recap. I did talk about like the first semester of college like more in depth. So I'm basically going to summarize like second semester. I just moved dorms and the dorm I lived before was like on the other campus and it was like a lot nicer. I'm not even gonna lie it was pretty nice. Like you could see the ocean and everything and like really good sunsets like um but I had to move over there because like I said it was on the other campus and the main campus is well the main campus and you know it had everything going on over there and I just like hated commuting from you know those two so I moved over to the dorm over there also it was cheaper and I had a roommate and it takes me a while to get comfortable with people especially people who I'm living with like just having a friend is one thing but like living with somebody who you've never met is like a completely different thing and i'll be like anxious about stuff like you know like if my tummy was like rah, 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 you know i'll be like anxious about that because usually in my room i just be like <laughs> you know you just you're in your room and you do stuff that you do in your room and you're not even like worried about it because who else is in your room but you know you share a room and i've like never shared a room before kind of like since i was like 12 i haven't like shared a room with anybody so it's kind of like weird you know what i mean no, I think. Yeah no, since I was eleven, I haven't shared a room with anybody, so it's kind of like different experience. And I didn't, I don't know, like every with the podcast and YouTube, I feel like everybody and their mother has podcast, and everybody and their mother has a YouTube channel. And these are just hobbies to me. I didn't want it to seem like I'm like one of those people with the podcast who have like you know those type of podcasts who just like say the weirdest shit and think like my opinion is so superior. Well, actually, low key, I do think that. Does anybody start a podcast? and just like talk forever if they don't think their opinions like better than somebody else or they have something like special to say I personally think the reason I started this podcast which is like a completely different tangent is because like I just wanted to reach like a different audience which I haven't seen like reached That have I haven't seen people talk about much which is basically hey somebody else is going through this and you don't have to feel like what it's vibrated that's my phone um you don't have to feel like you're the only person going through these things because you're not yeah but that's like basically the college recap. Um classes, I did better this semester, but I didn't do the best, I could say. Um I just, you know, there was there were some things. Like it was just pretty chill. Like I feel like mental health-wise, like this semester was like significantly better. Um I also just put more work into things. Um but I did still feel like I know I'm sorry like I hate having to admit that it's okay I'm gonna talk about like your potential in my life growing up like everybody was always saying oh you have like so much potential and they always had like these super high standards for me to achieve all these things and you know it's not bad to have high standards for your kids and want your the best for your kids and whatnot but it was like if you're a first generational student you know this or like if your parents like really just didn't go to college and then you're like the first person in your family being like you know to go to college or to like graduate high school or something like that then you get it you get like the pressure that people are putting on you to like do all these things and the thing is it's not that i'm not smart cuz i am i know things and i'm not like saying like oh yeah like i'm smart whatever whatever like i'm not einstein like i know i know things i know i could do good work it's just i'm just like such a procrastinator and I kind of just freeze up like I just get so in my head about it because I'm like such a perfectionist and I want things to be a specific way. And if they're not that way, then I can't do it. And it's like difficult for me to see me not doing well in like college or things like that because I'm procrastinating the class I didn't do well in this semester it was a class that I was completely interested in. It wasn't like math or anything like where I'm just like, I don't freaking care about this. You know what I mean? It was a class that I was interested in and on a topic that I was super interested in. I was in my own way. And I feel like it's really difficult if you're in that position because you know you could be doing better. You know you could be putting more effort in and you're not. And I'm not saying there's not other factors that contributed to it, but like, I just don't want to put like oh it's all it's the other factors because that's what i typically do and i'm like there's other stuff going on which there is other stuff going on but i don't want to use that as an as an excuse to be like oh yeah i didn't pass my class because i had other stuff going on when realistically i had plenty of time to do it like it was also all, that particular class everything was due on the last day of the semester so i literally had the whole semester to do it and i just did it so, You know, like it's literally just my fault and it's like myself to blame. And it reminds me of like Shameless and it's like Lip Gallagher, you know what I mean? And then everybody's like, he has so much potential and everybody always puts this pressure on him. But like, who's really there to support him? Who's really there to like help him out? You have all this potential, but then you have all these other issues that you have to deal with. So it's kind of like a battle in your like mind. Like okay you have all this potential you have all this like all these things you could do but you there's nobody there supporting you and it's kind of like do i just everybody wants me to do the best but like am i just supposed to accept averageness or like push myself and like because it's always this like internal battle where i'm like okay if i'm pushing myself then i'm like losing my mind and i'm not focusing on anything else and finding a balance is so difficult I'm just kind of like in the middle i don't know it's like always something and i just really have to put more effort in i just feel like i have potential and i could use it but at the same time it's like an eternal battle that i see like every time i do anything wrong it's just like oh you could have done that so much better like you're so much smarter than it's not even just like you're so much smarter it's like oh your parents you know how your parents are going to think about this you know how your parents are going to react which brings me to the next topic is like if you're an adult honestly even if you're a teen like, your parents really don't know how to have to know everything. Sometimes, I'm not telling you to lie to your parents. Well, I actually am telling you to lie to your parents because they don't need to know everything. There are things you should not, I wouldn't recommend you tell your parents, especially you if you know the way they're going to react to them. I'm not saying, like, go out and do, like, terrible, horrible things, like, be irresponsible or anything. I'm just saying, like, don't tell your parents everything. There's things they need to know, and there's things that I think would personally be better if they don't know and that's just the way it is reiterating this don't like i'm not telling you to be like irresponsible or anything i'm just telling you like just like they don't need to like helicopter over like i feel like sometimes my parents would, like ask me about my grades in college i'm like i feel like i'm too old for this i feel like you don't really need to know and i know like yeah there's it's like oh i'm investing in it like i would want to know i don't really think you should okay i also wanted to oh i turned 19 I. Started this when I was, like, 15-ish, like, almost 16, and now I'm 19. That's actually crazy because technically, you like, you have, like, one more year of being a teen, but, like, mentally, I feel like you're still a teen for a little bit. Longer than that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Being a teen is just kind of, like, it's kind of difficult to explain. It's, I feel like it's the times when you're still figuring your life out and you're kind of, like, in the transitional period so i feel like until you're kind of like out of that transitional period then your teens are over but i don't know like it's get your, your 20s teens i don't know how to say that that doesn't make sense it makes sense to me anyways i feel like i don't like my birthday anymore even though i like you know like i like you know the i like the thought of my birthday but it's just kind of like in your head especially if you're you know you're getting older and there's always like this um pressure like at a certain age you're supposed to be at a certain point in your life and especially if you haven't like reached that point then it's kind of like difficult because I saw TikTok and I'm like you perfectly verbalize what I've been thinking for a long time and I'm like why is this always upsetting for me why can't I like process why I don't like this you know what I mean it's like okay when I turned 16 it was like okay you're supposed to at 16 like have your license and have had these type of experiences but then like not even having those experiences because literally the week after I turned 16 the world shut down and I'm like it's just like a reminder that you haven't achieved what you have what you plan to achieve at that age and like what society tells you you should be achieving at that age and you're like not there yet and you're like I should have these things and then you remember like oh you want to throw a birthday event like you have to do that yourself now, you realize like, oh, I don't have that many people to invite to this like birthday event. And you're like, it's just like all these things. I'm just like thinking about like, it's all these things like in my head all the time. And it's kind of scary. Growing up is scary. Like you're getting older and you have all these new responsibilities and it's scary and you're like really unsure and everybody's like you're supposed to be sure and I'm like I'm not even sure what I want to do I'm not even sure about all these other things speaking of not being sure what I want to do I switched majors because okay my life I've always been like pre-med track pre-med track and like since I was younger I wanted to I want to work in the medical field and at first I want to be like a pediatric nurse because I wanted to give kids shots but then I got older. And then I'm like, I, I don't know. I feel like I want to be like kind of a doctor. And I was like, I'm going to be a plaque surgeon. But I also have like other little interests. Like I like psychology a lot. And I took my psychology class, like the first psychology class this year. And I'm like, I'm going to switch to psych. Because initially I was in bio. And bio is a lot more plants and animals. This is just like a little tangent. Like if you're going pre-med or things like that. Because a lot of people don't tell you. A lot of people urge pre-med majors to go with like bio or chemistry when you can basically major in anything. I feel like bio and chemistry, since it's like, you know, most of the classes like consist of like basically the pre-med major. But I wouldn't recommend it because a lot of it is like planted and animals. And I feel like psychology is more people po- focused and it's like the human brain and the development and it's easier to relate to. So I switch majors. Just like I feel like you should just think about that before you sign up or things like that (laughs) another thing i want to talk about is friends okay the first semester of college i really didn't make any friends and the second semester i kind of made a little some friends some buddies i feel like okay one of the things they don't tell you about going into college is like how the social dynamics change i feel like i prepped for social dynamics for high school but not like for your college because high school it's more like okay everybody's on the same schedule basically they might have like different lunch periods but it's basically like the same bones if that makes sense yeah it's basically the same like skeleton you know it's just like maybe a little bit different shapes where it's like college it's like this person's a dog skeleton this person's a cat skeleton this person's like a human skeleton like you know what i mean it's like different you actually have to put more like effort into relationships because it's not like okay you have a lunch i have a lunch we're gonna sit together during lunch it's more like oh on this day i have this class at the from this time to this time but then i have like a break and that's when i usually eat lunch and i have this class from this class on this like it's a lot more planning and a lot more effort because if you were it's not just gonna be like oh when i see you i see you because then you're never gonna hang out with anyone you literally have to like put more effort into like actually going out and seeing people and planning out to see people because if you don't do that you won't see basically anybody and like it's like a like it's just a social dynamic change so like you should just prep for that if you're like going into college oh 1818, angel numbers but i want to give a quick like you know trigger warning for you know i'm going to be talking about food and weight So maybe just skip, like, five minutes, like, about five minutes. Food. Food is such a difficult thing for me because it's, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, one of those things you have, you know, it's something you need to, to, like, live. But in other things you need to live, you don't hear about, like, societal pressures to have certain things. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you don't hear people being like, I'm not going to breathe air so I could be skinny, you know? You only hear that about, like, food. Like, you don't hear people, like, breathing in too much air or not breathing enough air because of society telling them they should or shouldn't. And that's what makes it difficult and that, like, causes so much problems with food because it's, like, in my head it's, like, so micromanaged and it's really weird. And I've always kind of, like, struggled with it. Because, like, growing up, it always stems back to childhood. They're, like, it makes me remind me of, like, their food kind of for me. um, I did grow up in one of those families where it was, like, you're going to sit at this table and you're going to finish eating. And I was very picky growing up, and I still am. Like, I haven't eaten hot dogs or carrots since I was, like, five. I may have accidentally, like, bit one, but, like, I don't, like, st- go out and like, be like, I'm going to go get a hot dog. I'm going to go out and get a carrot because I don't like those foods. And they would like make food and they would have those like hot dogs and carrots and like just food I didn't eat. And then I wouldn't eat them because I didn't want them. And then they would like maybe sit at a table and then I would watch every other, all the other kids like play. And I'm like sitting at the table and I'm like, I would sit at that table for like the whole time I was there, like until my parents would and pick me up. And I would be, like, so upset and I would get, like, in trouble because everybody would be like, oh, she's not eating, she's not eating. I'm like, I just didn't want to eat this. I don't like when people force you to eat things and I don't think that's, like, a right way to raise your kid to, like, have that finish the plate mentality because it, like, creates some, like, food issues in the future. And then growing up, I was also poor, you know? Like, it was basically, uh, it was basically, like, if the... We had, like, food stamps, and if the money on the food stamps ran out for that month, it was, like, very scarce. Like, it was literally just, like, going to the food banks and getting food, and that was basically it. If you haven't been through it, you wouldn't know, so that's, like, that just causes, like, issues with food in general. And then growing up, like, I was always, like, kind of bigger than, you know, the other girls, and they would kind of, like, make fun of me for being bigger and all of that, and I was never really skinny, I was just always bigger, and it would always be something they have to say, like, they would always talk about my weight. Fast forward to, like, eighth grade, I gained some weight, and then, like, I just felt so, like, terrible about myself, and then I was, like, going into, like, I'm going to go on a diet and be, like, crazy, and everything, and I was, like, watching a million YouTube videos that were, like, apple cider vinegar, and I'm, like, buying apple cider vinegar, and I'm, like, it was crazy I'm looking back at the pictures now I'm like I wasn't even that big like I was pretty thin you know whatever um and I just felt so scared of the fact like of me growing gaining weight like I was so scared of it in general then fast forward to the pandemic You know, pandemic pounds, you weren't like as active. People weren't going outside like that. And also, I was just like dealing with so much like depression, anxiety. And my way of coping with that was like just eating. Like it was just my way of coping. And like combine that with like literally spending most of my day like at a computer, doing online school, and then like being depressed, weight gain, weight gain. And then I went to college. And you know, everybody typically gains like the freshman 15 definitely gain that. Also am I, am on like uh, antidepressants. Those make you gain weight. I feel like food is really weird for me because I feel like sometimes I feel like so out of control about it. And I just feel like I don't want to create, I don't want to like develop an eating disorder. I want to have like a healthy relationship with food, but it's like, I've had no good like role models for healthy relationships with food everybody I've seen like around me has not really the best relationship with it and then I gained like ever since I gained like the freshman 15 everybody's been kind of like talking about like the weight I've gained and it's like shut up I don't want people talking about it and of course like I want to be healthier and all of that but I don't want it to be like because people told me to lose weight and that's why I lost weight I don't want it to like I don't want to say I want to, I don't want to prove the people right. I don't want that to be the motivation of why I'm going to the gym. I want to go to a gym because I want to go to the gym, not because of, oh, I want people to shut up and stop talking about it. I feel like people should talk about it in the first place because there's like so many things that can be going on and I don't want it to be like a topic of discussion because it's like in my head. And then I get like so in my head about it because you go on the internet and you see how people talk about how the... People on the internet talk about people who are bigger and you're like scared and you're worried because you've gained weight and now you feel like people are gonna come at you and like start talking about how you've gained weight and how you're being perceived by everybody. And it's like if you have social anxiety, it's already bad enough because you have social anxiety and you're like always in your head about how you're being perceived, but now you have you're in your head more because you're worried about oh my goodness, how are people perceiving my weight? It's like so terrible all all the time, and it's like on a mental loop over and over and over and over again and it's even worse when you're like families talking about it and it's like people you don't speak to and the first thing they say is they don't even say hello they say you've gained weight and you're like okay hide too like that was really uncalled for and really unnecessary and I'm really like annoyed I don't want people to talk about my weight And I'm not wrong for not wanting people to talk about weight. It's not like, it's not your thing to discuss. It's not that your thing to discuss. I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it. I literally mean to say like, it's not your thing. And I don't understand why everybody feels the need to share their opinion on something that's none of their business and realistically doesn't affect them. And they never, and people are like, oh, we want you to be healthy. But the way you portray it, you never portray it in the best, in like a helpful way or helpful manner, ever, it's always like negative, you know what I mean, I don't want to go and lose weight, and then have the first people, thing people say is this, is a talk about it, I just want it to be something I do, because I want to do it, not because it's something for up for discussion, which why is some of these weight up for discussion in the first place, when it literally is nobody else's business, if you're not their physician, then why are we speaking on it, And also speaking of physicians, I feel like some physicians don't really know how to approach that conversation because the way they approach it is like literally the worst way ever. And it's kind of like sick the way that physicians approach it. And then they like, I go to like the doctor and then I'll tell them about like something I've been struggling with since I was like younger and little and skinnier. And then they'll tell me if you lost weight, then it'll be better when I've literally been dealing with the same thing since I was little. And I'm like, what are we talking about? I've been big and small and big and small and still I have the same issue. So what are we talking about? Like, I also wanted to read a poem that I wrote and it's not like I haven't finished it. It's like writing poems is fun for me. It helps me express, you know, it's like journaling, but I wrote a poem called belly button. Here it is. I hate reading poems because I feel like it's always like awkward, like emotions. Anyways, if you do so much for me, why does everyone hate you? Why do I hate you? Why do I want to change you? Why do you cause judgment? Why are you a hot topic? Why are you the only thing people see? Why can't they see me, me outside of you, the person I am without you? Should, in the words of Ariana Grande, like, just be kinder to each other and not, like, assume? Like, it's, I I thought it was weird always, like, just why? Like, you do so much for me, everybody tells me I should hate you, and then it's in my head, and I hate you because, like, I don't, because you don't fit the standards that everybody wants you to fit. Because you don't look a certain way, everybody's telling me I should hate you and then i'm listening because you know if everybody's telling you something like it might be true even if though it isn't you know we'll find out I hopefully okay home life um like i said this much ended college expensive yeah i was talking about how expensive college was yeah so um i'm just taking classes at a local community college and i'm living at home and one of the things that I also like nobody talks about is if you live on campus and then going back home for the summer two separate things well people talk about it but they talk about like more like the social aspect like just like be- leaving and not telling anybody you're leaving or like ha- not having anybody like hound you for questions like where are you going who are you going with what time will you be back like you can't just leave and like late at night and go out you know because your parents gonna be there but that's not the only thing it's just like adapting to the way your parents were and sometimes i'm like i literally lived here for like 18 years how like how i'm thinking about that like 18 years i've lived with my parents and i go to college for like how long like 8 8ish months out of the year and i come back and i'm like i lived here like i i really lived here and i it's kind of like i don't know how to explain it it's kind of like weird You get used to like have having your own space and like just not dealing with some of the things your parents do. And then you come back here and you're like, I don't why? Like, I don't have to deal with any of that. Like if when I'm in my own when I'm in my own dorm. Next, let's talk about my romantic life or lack thereof. There have there wasn't any new romantic paralysis that semester this semester. I hate to tell you it. Actually, I really don't. It's really what it is. Like, there wasn't any romance. And it's okay. Like, I feel like sometimes I forget that being single is, like, really beneficial. And that I should see it as more like, okay, I'm single and that's okay. And I don't have to rush and try to get into a relationship. (laughs) Not that I've, like, ever been in a relationship. But, like, I wrote, like, a poem on um, Valentine's Day and I'm, like, I was just, like, writing. I'm, like, why – everybody's, like, you should be in a relationship. Like, as soon as you tell you've been single your whole life or you've been single for a long time, they're, like, oh, you'll find somebody. Like, whatever, whatever. And it's not, it's not the fact that you won't find somebody or something like that. It's just, like, the fact that I think people should be okay with being single. Because some people are in relationships and they're not happy. And, like, in the moment I was, like, I should be happy. I should want this? Like. You guys are miserable. I'm not saying you guys are miserable, but like some people are like miserable in their relationships. And then society is like, oh, yeah, you should want this. Why would I want misery? Why would I waste my time? You know what I mean? Like, if you're in a relationship and you're unhappy and it's wasting your time, why would I waste my time and be in a relationship when I could just, you know, I love my peace being single? You get it? Like, I just feel like that makes sense. Like, I think that sometimes people see, like, oh, you've never been in a relationship, and that's, like, you know? But realistically, like, I like my peace. I would rather be within my peace than just, like, getting into a relationship because it's a relationship. You know what I mean? But sometimes, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I haven't had a relationship. Like, what's wrong with me? Am I going to be, like, 50 years old and single? And I feel like there's, like, just some stigma, like, that you're never gonna find love and all of that when the case is you probably are you know like i feel like most people aren't like insufferable and plus like even i feel like some people are just insufferable to certain people you know i feel like there's always you find like sometimes you see insufferable people and they're like a relationship and you're like you know like you'll find your match (laughs) you'll find your match like yeah you guys are they're both insufferable and they're together. that's what makes it work. I feel like it's fine. I don't think there's something wrong with people who are single or anything like that. I feel like that is perfectly fine. there's nothing wrong with it. next I wanted to talk about boundaries. Another reason why like I kind of like I'm like mm, I lived here for like 18 years and I want to kind of go back to my dorm is because like I at my dorm like the boundaries are set there's nobody who's disrespecting them, whatever, whatever, and I have, like, I've had pretty chill, like, roommates, none of them, like, are, like, all my roommates are cool, fine, great people, whatever, whatever, but then I come home, and then I have to remember, remind, like, my parents, like, hey, you can't do this, like, these are boundaries that I set with you, and I don't want you to cross them, it's just kind of, like, this internal battle, because especially, like, in immigrant households, it's seen as, like, you're separated, you're, like, disrespecting them because you set a boundary when that isn't the case you just set a boundary because you're supposed to you know everybody has their things they don't want somebody else to do and it's not wrong to set a boundary and I don't think your parents just because they're your parents they should be able to disrespect those boundaries I feel like any type of relationship like at all romantic like relative relative relation like familial is it familial familial whatever familial relationship friendships any of those type of relationships like co-workers those have boundaries and things you shouldn't cross and if you I feel like it's difficult for me because sometimes I feel like I'm talking to myself when I set those boundaries because nobody seems to be listening to them and I like to have my boundaries set when you don't have those boundaries set then it just like opens you up to like this like stress you're gonna be pissed off basically because you feel like you're the things you want to set are being disrespected and you're mentally gonna be like ah and if you don't say anything you're just gonna be like dealing with it internally and you're gonna be like ah let's talk about oh i touched like the right part of my leg you know that part of your leg that the doctor like taps so they can like feel your reflexes i touched that part um I want to go to a rage room i wanted to go for my birthday but my friends are being were being strange and then they didn't want to go to the rage room with me but also like there's not like many rage rooms like close they're kind of like a little bit of a distance rage rooms are really like f- cool and i think they're really like fun i want to go so bad and break stuff i feel like it would be like so therapeutic for me let's talk about like, being scammed i have this like sweater and every time i wear it I'm, like, trying to go into something new. I get scammed. And also, it was Mercury Retrograde. So, like, I feel like I shouldn't have got it. Okay. So, basically, I, like I said earlier, doing class at community college. And, you know, community college accepts basically everyone. I get an email. And then, like, I'm used to my college emails. And they're always sending us internships. And then they're, like, oh, yeah, we have an internship, $500 a week. And I'm, like, okay. I start, like, emailing them. And it was a little weird because I'm, like, this is a Gmail account. It's kind of strange. Like, you know, most people, they put, like, professional email, like, for the company they work in, whatever, whatever. Long story short, it was a scam. And I'm so happy I didn't continue with it because that's not great. And they were, like, I, there was, like, this message that was always on the, like, uh, portal for the school. And I never read it because, you know, sometimes you see certain things and you just, like, skip over it, like, mentally. But then I read it and it was, like, yeah, don't trust these emails, even if they're from, like, the school like a school email address if it's not from like uh like dean of admissions or something like that then like don't trust it i'm like that's kind of terrible you know like maybe i should fix that or something because like that's not okay (laughs) like you know like if realistically like anybody could get scammed like that like a lot of college students are looking for internships and things like that take speaking of another scam let's Talk about my gripes with Ticketmaster. Um, I went to my first concert ever, um, like, the 30th of April. It was really fun. It was Kali Uchi's. And love her. Really good. Ray was the opener. Really good. Great. My thing is, I went to go get SZA tickets. And I finally, like, I felt like what it felt like to be a Taylor Swift fan. Like, the tickets opened like general public tickets opened like like they opened on 12 like 12 p.m it was 12 like 08 or something no like 1203 i go on ticketmaster and i'm like waiting in line and whatever and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and also ticketmaster why does every time i go on there they're talking about like oh we suspect you're scammy you're a scammer and it's always when i'm in my school i don't know if it's just because in school wi-fi but like you guys should be better with at that like and you guys always want to charge people all these extra fees. We haven't even got there. And then all I see, I log in, I finally get in, and then all I see is reseller, reseller, reseller. And I'm like, I hate you freaking resellers. I hate you so much. You guys ruin everything. First it was shoes. Oh my gosh, my stomach's kicking me. Yeah, first it was shoes. And now it's like Ticketmaster. You guys are just buying all the tickets, and it'll be like nosebleeders. That's. Start at like fifty, like fifty to seventy dollars, and they'll charge nosebleeders for like two hundred dollars because it's a popular artist. I don't like y'all. I don't like y'all at all, because this is. I feel like it's so dumb, and I feel like Ticketmaster should do something about that. Because why are you trying to sell like the tickets just went live and you guys bought up all of them, and then just left like the super expensive ones, like the front row tickets, as regular prices. And I know, like, oh, yeah, like, no, actually, I don't know. Because you guys are doing this purposely. You guys are logging in and just like trying to scam people and like raise prices for no reason. I feel like it's so stupid. And I don't like Ticketmaster. I just feel like I'm about to go back to the old days. Like, can I just buy the tickets at the place or something? Or like something else? Because Ticketmaster just taxes people for no reason. What do you mean a service fee? This is online. Y'all just want to take money for no reason. Anyways. Um, oh my gosh, I wrote this a little while ago. It was main, like, oh, no, I was a little while ago. So, um, I was writing about some things. So another reason why I came home is because I needed to work and I needed to get my license. If you don't know, I don't have my license. I don't have my license yet. And I plan on getting it this summer. The thing with driving, it's kind of difficult because like America is so car centric. You know what I mean? Like car centered. centered. Car centered. And like I'll see people come to America and they'll be like, "Oh, if you don't have a car, it's like you don't even have feet because that's how bad it is. And I want to live in like walkable communities and like, you know, take public transportation. But at the same time, like, it's always like kind of difficult when everything is so annoying. I don't know, like when everything is like kind of like far, and like difficult to walk to so I have to get like my license and I like the thought of like being in my car and like listening to music and all that not the thought of like insurance and everything another thing I was thinking about is school and will I ever get to rest you know that TikTok sound it's like when my academically challenging major is actually academically challenging that's basically what I'm thinking like I got went into pre-med like stem majors literally are always fighting for their life stem like nursing majors you know what i mean always fighting for your life we're always fighting for our life and it's like actually difficult and you're like dang this shit is mad hard and the way i am like i can't handle a certain amount of stress because if i like i'm so serious i can't handle like certain levels of stress because i'll literally just freeze like i just won't be able to do anything like i'll just like so I can't take too many hard classes classes at once. So basically what I have to do is I have to take like easy classes, but I also have to take like hard classes and I'm like trying to like do geometry, like like separate them so I don't have to take like too hard of a schedule at once and not like do well. And I'm like, will I ever get to rest? Because I have to take classes over the summer, like physics and stuff because like I don't want to take physics with all my other classes and you know physics is a beast on its own freshman year of high school I've been like non-stop school like summer I will take class over the summers I will take classes and now I'm going to college and it's like same thing and I'm like will I ever get to rest will I ever get to relax where's my rest and relaxation where's my year of not even year where's my summer of rest and relaxation now, I want to keep it a little more lighthearted and talk about, like, some of the, you know, music and YouTube I've been enjoying. Um, on YouTube, I've been really watching the Sterling triplets and a lot of, like, cut and jubilee videos. They're, like, really interesting. Like, the odd one, the odd man out. Or, like, just, like, the they make the, like, weirdest things. I don't watch the button because I feel like that is just, like, would drive me mentally insane if I sat there and watched that. And music. Um... I do have a Spotify, uh, Jane Belly, J N E B L I, but I really have been like, I, I don't know. I like a lot of songs, obviously. No shit. Um, my playlist just hit this month. You know. Um, it's called Into De- Too Deep. Don't want to pull out. This has eighty-one songs on it. Okay, but like songs I've been liking. I like the song We Might. We might even be falling in love by Victoria Monet. It's like super short. Like it's literally fifty two seconds. best like literally best fifty two seconds ever. I also have been listening to a lot of Freddie Gibbs. Hi, great song. Um, and I've been listening to like a and W by Lana. Great song as well. Need you now. Great song. cause what do you mean? It's a quarter after one? I'm a little drunk and. I need you now. Obviously, I love the weekend the party and the after party really good oh moonlight obviously really good kalyushi song oh they just are so good um i don't know i just became kind of like a certain person fiending fiending by josey and mind playing tricks on me by ghetto boys those are the songs i would recommend i like how i'm like starting old little triplets i don't know their videos are just so interesting and they feel so organic and they remind me of like my siblings and like how we kind of talk to each other and hang out with each other i don't know it makes like it makes sense like i feel like if you have siblings and you have like i don't know the certain relationship you have with your siblings it makes sense let's talk about mercury retrograde mercury retrograde is actually over thank god i know people are like oh mercury retrograde is not a bad thing it's not For me, I don't think I've been through a Mercury retrograde that hasn't been quite challenging. Things just start going wrong. Like I got scammed during Mercury retrograde. I like, I'm like over here like stressed and like I have bad headaches and I'm like unable to sleep and like I barely am talking to my friends and I'm like in my head and like depressed times ten and it's like all during Mercury retrograde. Like I'm not gonna say like I'm a hardcore astrology believer. But I do, you know, I do dabble a little bit. Like I believe in it a little bit. But also, like astrology is kind of like interesting. I feel like I pretend more to be into astrology when men are like, "Oh, these dumb astrology bitches are always talking about stuff." Whatever, you know. And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, and they're like, oh, "I don't believe in astrology." And I'm like, "What time you were you born? What's your rising sign?" You know what I mean? But also, like sometimes astrology used to have me messed up those tiktok tarot readings like i don't listen to them if they have like over a certain amount of views because they like always say something like oh somebody's coming back to your life i don't want people like if it's not meant to be i don't want people back in my life you know what i mean i don't want anybody back in my life and i know there's like people who are like i want my ex back i don't have an ex but if i had one i don't think i would want them back if it's meant to be then it will be I don't want to, like, have people who aren't supposed to be in my life back in my life. But also, like, I used to... I used to see those, like, love videos. And, be like, there's somebody coming real soon. I remember seeing those, like, all 2020. 2020 was three years ago. I've been single my whole life. Who's coming real soon? I also realized I don't like men. I forgot why. What I literally just wrote, like, notes. And I'm like, I forgot why. No, I didn't forget why I don't like men. I just don't like a lot of men but they just do certain things and i'm like why are you the way you are it's literally 6 p.m that's so random but like it's 6 p.m oh my gosh i remember what i was talking about now i remember it. i remember i remember i forgot to mention this when i was talking about food so like just quick little tidbit like it's a minute another thing that gets me when people talk about like my weight and what i'm eating is it's just like i feel like you know, when I just feel like I'm a little girl again. And I feel like I'm that little girl again who's being bullied and just wanting somebody there to be able to help me and to be there to support me and to, oh my gosh, this is crooked. The thing is, like, anytime anybody talks about like my body or like my weight, I just feel like I'm not like I'm a little girl again, if that makes sense. Like, I just feel like the way I felt when I was younger and being bullied. I just feel like I'm that girl who I'm just like there then there's all of these people being so mean and I'm trying to wonder why I, like I'm in my head like wondering what would I do to them and why they don't like me and like wondering like how can I make them like me and I just feel kind of like alone and helpless and kind of like I freeze up because I just don't know what to say and I just feel like I'm going back and it's like opening a wound that I've been trying to close over and over again. Like I'm trying to sew it back together and people just keep like trying to open it and like mess with it and infect it and I'm like let me close and heal, please. Every time that happens and one of the reasons I don't like men like a lot of men for reasons. It's just I feel like the way they just talk about women or talk to women and the way they think that's okay or the way they think like it's okay for them to have like opinions on women's bodies in multiple different sectors i just feel like that's how i felt because like okay i was in my brother's room like uh like maybe a week or two two weeks ago and i was just chilling there being myself and he was on the like he was kind of like on the phone with one of his friends and then I was just, like, singing, and if you don't mean, I can't sing, and I was just, like, shut up, you're, like, he started, like, getting mad at me, I'm, like, you're not in my house, you know, whatever, and then he called me a linebacker, what the fuck did I do to deserve that, and then I'm, like, dang, I really don't like men, like, why do they always feel the need to, like, speak on it, and then, like, I froze in the moment, because I was going, like I said, it brought, brought me back to when I was a little kid, who was being bullied and then felt like nobody could help me. And I would go talk tell the adults. Well, I felt like I couldn't even tell the adults because the adults, like, would say, oh, you, you're you snitching, like, you're being a tattletale. Or if the kids would say you're being a snitch. When I'm being harassed, I'm being a snitch. Which always, like, got to me. Like, when you're the one being bullied, they're always like, oh, you're in the wrong. And you're, like, the one who snitches. Then they're like, oh, you're the in the wrong. When you're being bullied, they're always like, oh, you're not, you're just supposed to say something. But if you say something, you're a snitch. And if you let it happen, then you're weak. And you are going to deal with like the, you're going to deal with like the trauma of that in your life. But if you finally like just have enough and you like hit somebody, then you're like, oh, why didn't you tell anybody? When sometimes you do tell people and they don't listen. So what are we supposed to do now? I'm so serious what are we supposed to do now and that's why I kind of like have issues with men because like they're just but I just more talking about like that freeze response kind of like it's not even in just that it's just like being back home I've kind of been like more in that freeze response and like more on edge because of like things that have happened and you get kind of reminded of different things that you weren't thinking about before because you like you if you go through something each day you're not going to remember it until you're gone and then you, like, reflect on that experience again. Like, you. it's like when you're in a relationship with somebody, and then they're like, I used to, like, I used to be in a relationship and have to deal with this, and it's kind of like that. And I feel like when I'm back here, I kind of, like, freeze up, and I'm like, all I want to do is, like, lay in bed and use my phone all day. And, yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know, that's basically what I'm thinking about. Yeah it's kind of like that freeze response and I feel like I'm a little girl like I said wanting somebody to help me and wanting somebody to you know save me or like somebody to make it stop there really wasn't anybody to make it stop because people don't listen and I was always so afraid and I didn't like I wasn't always like quick-witted or could come up with an insult quickly I just always like kind of like was in my own world and not want to do my own business why i don't like when people say things about me in general is like i feel like it validates my insecurities and my anxieties like i always like insecure about my arms because you know i have like pretty broad shoulders and when he said oh you're a linebacker i'm like fuck because you know football players are like known for like having wide shoulders and linebackers are known for having specific body types and then i'm like I just felt really weird. I don't want people to speak on it. I really don't. At all. So that was kind of like, it just validated my insecurities. Like people are viewing me in this certain way. And I don't want them to view me in this way. When people view you a certain way, it opens the possibility for them to believe you. And I feel like I've kind of in my head been like, if I do this and I do these certain things, then they can't say anything. If I'm always put together and I only reveal little about me and I lie about the rest and I am just like always like controlling how I'm viewed, then nobody can say anything about me. Nobody, there's nothing to bully. I'm not going to be in that position where I freeze up again and I'm, and I feel like I'm a little, and I feel like I'm a child again who's being bullied or who is dealing with these difficult things or who's doesn't feel like they can go to anybody for like if I put on the best like outward performance of who I am with nothing bad and not letting anybody know much other than like pretty much surface level then I feel like I feel the safest which can cause a lot of issues like intimacy wise like just with making friendships because I'm always on edge like I don't want people to have something to say I don't want there to be something that could come up. I don't want to be a topic of anybody's discussion. I just want to live. Because anytime there's anything off and I'm presented in the wrong way, my head is automatically going to, there's something somebody will have to point out. And that's why weight is so difficult with me because it's like something that people will notice and they'll automatically see and they'll be like, okay, then that's something people could come for me. Some people could talk about. And it's like really difficult in my mind in that way because I don't want to be in that position where I feel frozen and like I feel like I am on the playground again and there's these girls who are bullying me and I don't know what I ever did to them and I don't know why they don't like me. And the thing is I just want to like mind my business and then like that's it. But like I feel like I could never mind, sometimes I feel like I can't mind my business In peace because somebody always has something to say and I'm confused on why I just want to mind my business and go about my life and then somebody has like something to say and I'm like I always hated that because my whole life all I did was mind my business and then somebody would see something about me and they'll have something to say and then it's just like I can't mind my business in peace that's all I wrote and I know it's kind of like depressing like I don't want people it's just like such a contributor to my anxiety. And I feel like I'm having like a breakthrough. Like I always have to be perceived a certain way. And it's like, I don't wanna be perceived at all. Like me personally, I don't perceive most people. Like I just like be like, okay, you're another human who exists. I'm not like thinking, oh, they're wearing this, 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 this. Most people I see, I'm not thinking about what they're doing where they are, like any of that. Like, I'm not, most of the time, I'm not making any judgments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying if somebody walks in with the suit, I'm not gonna be like, oh, they probably work for a business or something, or they're like a lawyers. you know? So basically, as much as it goes, like, it's usually something, it's pretty much most of the time something positive, unless they're wearing a shirt or a hat that says something like super offensive. I'm really not making any judgment. Of course, I'm realizing there's other people around me, but I'm not, like, noticing that other people are engaging in certain behaviors or, like, doing certain things or, like, judging other people. That's just not something I'm doing. Yeah, that's it. Um, Thank you for listening, if you listened. I, right now, this podcast is almost, like, an hour. It's longer than an hour. Let's see how long this is. I feel like it might be a little long because I did talk about a lot of stuff. Hope you enjoyed, though. Bye-bye. Oh, um follow me on all my socials, uh Jane Belly on Instagram and you could go through my link tree. I'll probably like link it. I know you can link like your Instagram and socials on here on Spotify, so I'll do that. Are you guys an Apple Music listener, Spotify listener? Or are you like SoundCloud or even sneakier? Pandora and even more sneakier, iHeartRadio. You know what? That's all. I'm Audi. Peace out.